This is Ben Landisman with Lawson Screen and Digital Products. This is Deborah Sexton. This is Peter Walsh with MR. Scott Ritter with the Decorated Apparel Expo. And you are listening to Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 It's hosted by Terry Combs and Aaron Montgomery. A gift to the industry. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It's Friday, March 20th, 2020. I'm Terry Combs. You can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at AaronMontgomery.info and now at OurSuccessGroup.com. So uh, today, I'm pretty excited about this today, Terry. We're going to talk to Pete Loveless. I, I just, for whatever reason, he inspires the heck out of me. So um, you just ran through a brick wall, actually, for him. So that was I, I, cool. I, I did do that, the brick wall right behind me. Yeah, I just ran right <laughs> through it. So um, no, it, uh, so really looking forward to talking to Pete Loveless. Uh, you guys will remember him. We talked to him uh Briefly after ThreadX, he came on before ThreadX, and and uh, in fact, uh, I would say he pretty much solidified dad jokes on this show. So um. <laughs> <laughs> that he did. <laughs> so, anyways, we're going to be talking about being a virtuous leader, and uh, certainly in in today's world, uh, being being virtuous and having good virtues is uh, extremely important. So, uh, looking forward to talking to Pete. In fact, um, just. This may happen. So just so you guys know, um, <laughs> little, little party popper. We'll talk about that later. So it's, it's yeah, it's part of uh, part of Pete's story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then Terry, we've got some uh, folks checking in here. Christine, good morning. And I appreciate you joining us and Kim and uh, <laughs> and Christine says, so he's the one to blame for the dad jokes. Um, no, <laughs> let, let me get this straight. I, I am the one to blame for the dad jokes. But Pete just, uh, you know, made me uh, realize that it was an important piece to add. So how about that? Um, <laughs> and uh, Todd, good morning. Thank you for joining us. And, and Kevin, thank you. Hey, great to see you, Kevin. Hopefully you, uh, you're doing well out there. Uh, Terry, um, obviously, news is a little bit different nowadays. What's uh, What's happening out there? Well, you know, uh, Aaron, uh, a week ago, I was at the MBM Irving show, and mm -hmm. it was uh, halted abruptly. And, and you know, uh, all the folks that were going to be B-backs, as we say in the industry, uh, they didn't get a chance. And the folks who said, well, I'll just go on Saturday, uh, they didn't get a chance. You know, we, yeah. had, uh, we had one day to talk to customers, and then... About midnight, we found out that uh, that hey, the the Dallas County is shutting this thing down, and you guys, and, and not only that, we're opening the hall at at uh, at seven a.m. and you need to be out by one. And so we were we were arranging trucks and changing flights, and it was a it's a crazy time. You know, uh, Jeff Morgenthaler and I did get to hang out on Thursday night with uh, some show folks, and uh, mostly uh, Matt and his crew over at TRW, uh, plus his hired guns, Don and Shandy from Texas, and nice. and our friend uh, Kim from Texas or from Texas from uh, Oklahoma. So <laughs> it's, all, it's all the same to you, isn't it, Terry? It's all it's, down there. The it's it's somewhere east of here. I think it's somewhere <laughs> east of here, except for California. But um, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, I'm glad you guys got Cal to. to California shut down, so I hear yeah. today. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it's, it's always good to be able to to hang out with some folks from the industry and, you know, talk about things like this. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I've seen a lot of, and I really appreciate everybody doing this is just all of the the communing that we're doing online, you know, and, and, and being able to still have these conversations and work through some of these tough situations together. And, you know, also have a little levity from, from time to time, you know, as, as everybody knows, the two regular guys are, are definitely about having some fun. So exactly. <laughs> speaking of fun, uh, Adam is joining us. So uh, we had a blast with Adam in, uh, in Scottsdale and uh, right. that was always, always a great time. Uh, Michelle, good morning. And uh, Charles and Jeff checking in as well. So um, Terry, what other news is out there on the, uh, the, 
coronavirus front. Uh, let me uh, let me give uh, give some uh, updates on on shows that have changed. I, I'm supposed to be in Atlantic City right now. Obviously not. I have uh, on my refrigerator. I have uh, these uh, magnetic calendars so that when my my 19 year old daughter whips through to see what I have in the fridge. Uh, on her way to her apartment, she knows where I am, and and I just keep erasing things, you know. <laughs> it's like yeah. a blank slate now. Yeah. But but uh, so the Impressions Expo in Atlantic City has moved from March nineteenth through tw- uh, through twenty second to October eighth through tenth. Impressions Expo Orlando moving from April second through fourth to September tenth through twelfth, uh, right there in hurricane season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dax, Minnesota. Uh, April 3rd and 4th has moved to May 22nd, 23rd. Dax Chicago land down in Tenley Park from April 24th uh, and 25th through August 7th and 8th. You know, maybe uh, some virtual uh, panels, things like that are in the, in the offing for that. And uh, Shirt Lab Chicago has also moved to June 6th. And, you know, here at uh, Two Regular Guys, we're going to try to keep you updated on all this. We, you know, if you, uh, we, we want to be that... Uh, that source to go to to find out what's happening with uh, with companies and and shows and things like that. So to yep. do our part to help the industry. Yeah, definitely. In fact, uh, when you mentioned uh, <clears throat> Dak Chicago Land, the Tinley Park show there, um, th- those dates seven through eight. Uh, I talked to Scott yesterday, and and while they're pretty sure that that's going to happen, those are still tentative a little bit. Right. So um, and uh, so anyhow that. Uh, uh, he said, in fact, uh, I will be talking to him sometime later today, and uh, I think the decorators community is going to uh, work with him to actually somehow figure out a way to do that virtual trade show. Um, we've got uh, some technology that we use in some other areas uh, through Zoom that uh, we might be able to pull something like that off. So, um, And then Christine noted here uh, that Shirt Lab Chicago is canceled as far as she knows. Uh, June, 8th, June 6th was the original date. Oh, okay. Um, so, I thought that was the new date. But. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So uh, anyhow, just uh, update there. Thank you, Christine, always keeping us in check and uh, making us sound smarter than we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, Terry, is we, uh, you know, we've heard, you know, we, obviously everybody's getting lots of emails about what's going on. Um, but we've heard from uh, several folks, uh, uh, for example, Justin at Oklahoma Shirt Company posted, uh, that they're only going to be doing video consultations for now, nothing face-to-face in their shop. So obviously that sounds like a good idea. I mean, we're, we're, we're really in a fortunate place that um, there are lots of virtual technologies available that we exactly. can, can do stuff like this, can do stuff like Zoom and, and things like that. You know, and, and for the most part, you know, with just a decent uh, internet connection, you, you can do a lot of these things and still have, you know, I, I know for... Um, uh, one of the things that Todd uh, Downing and I have been doing and <laughs> funny enough, they've kind of a little bit of a funny story here, Terry. Uh, they did a little bit of a press release <clears throat> about um, this program. So if you see right behind me up there, our success group.com slash Q and a, we're doing a, uh, a little thing called Q and a with TNA. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that stands for Todd and Aaron. So just, Terry, see, it's, it's you. Um, I, I, I knew and I still went right there. I, I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, but anyhow, they uh, uh, did a little write up about it and they called Todd Terry Cruz. Well, so, <laughs> so I think he, that he got, you know, I, I just like to work with T people. I've got Terry, Todd. Amalgamation of <laughs> yeah, our names. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, and it, for those who don't know, Terry Cruz is a uh, 
actor, pretty well-known actor. <laughs> in fact, he was the president in the, the one movie about kind of the, what was the, I can't remember the movie now, but anyhow, we won't go down that rabbit hole. Well, um, you know, speaking of going down rabbit holes, I am because, you know, Aaron, for years, I've been telling you, you know, you're, you're always making fun of me because of my junior yellow legal pads <laughs> yeah. and uh, yep. you're always making fun of me and saying, uh, you know, I, I always say, well, but when the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm going to have all my notes. So while everybody is stocking up on on uh, bread and eggs and lettuce for some reason, why are you people stocking up on lettuce? But but I, I'm ready paper. for this is what I stocked up on. I'm, I'm ready for the apocalypse. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so, so uh, a couple of quick comments here. Cindy had mentioned that uh, auto cap in California location is closed for now. Um, yeah, there definitely are a few closures, but there's also quite a few people that are that are still in business, you know, so I, I you know, I, obviously, I, I want to look at the positives. I feel bad for the folks out there in California and auto cap and, and, and those <clears throat> folks, but I'm sure they have some things that they're working on. And, uh, you know, so just got to got to keep you know, getting a little more creative in these times. So, and then I got, got a, uh, got a message from a, uh, a manufacturer in Pennsylvania today saying they are shut down by the state as well. So, <laughs> sorry, I was laughing at one of the comments there, not what you were saying there. So, so that was totally inappropriate to me, but uh, Eric did help me out on the, <laughs> there's name a lot of that, of that going on. <laughs> yeah. Eric did help me out with the name of that, uh, that movie idiocracy. Yeah. So, um, Anyhow, uh, Wade, thank you for checking in, and Curtis as well. We appreciate that. <clears throat> um, what else, Terry? Has you, you, you see anything else? I know we had these things listed on our show notes, but uh, you know, I I've, have seen, like I said, from lots of suppliers that they are still uh, working. I, I spent some time last night searching around trying to see if I could find anything related to, you know, any future thoughts about what the shipping companies are going to be doing. You know, so now's the time that you want to be, you know, really making sure your websites. Uh, going and um and stuff like that so charles mentioned that he got an email from alpha broder saying that they're closing down pennsylvania and california distribution centers uh, fortunately i think they have several others so you know right. just just gotta give yourself a little more time you know everybody's gonna understand and and just be honest early and and uh you know and, and go from there but terry you were gonna say something before i interrupted you uh, well <laughs> since i was uh, already uh uh, said that we're going to be the source for information, and I've already already said that uh, Shirt Lab Chicago was has been moved. I'm, I, I I yield the floor to Christine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Speaking of Christine, she says Enmart is still open. We're shipping orders, and grateful for everyone who's placing them. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. do have to tell you, I, <laughs> uh, Harry Oster at Equipment Zone sent me a a, a little um, one of those company uh, emails where uh, you know, hey, we're still open for business and. It was a picture of their building with one car parked in front. So hmm. I thought, you know, you probably a little, little more thought to that uh, <laughs> you did. Yeah, exactly. We're still open because this one guy is here. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Photoshop a couple of cars in, would you? Um, mm -hmm. So uh, real real quick, Terry, before we do move along and uh, uh, get into what we came here for, but Dot Tone Dan is, uh, is checking in as well. So um uh, appreciate everybody checking in and uh, looking forward to having a great conversation today. Um, let me see if there's one more. Yeah, let, let's 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 move on, uh, Terry. We, I want to get to Pete as quickly as possible. Absolutely, but I want to celebrate. 
<laughs> hey, we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to the Two Regular Guys podcast. If you're listening to the podcast version, we would appreciate you sharing with your friends and uh, so they become regulators too. Uh, we would love and appreciate you to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. And we are always looking for new guests. If you or someone you know would like to be on the show, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two, regular guys, and uh, tell us what your ideas are. And if you're watching us live right now, join in with your comments and questions and reach out to your industry friends and tell them to tune in as well. Yeah. So, uh, Terry, let's hear a word from our platinum sponsor, Impressions Expo. Make sure that we're supporting them. What is Impressions Expo? Impressions Expo, formerly known as ISS, is the premier trade show dedicated to the imprinted and decorated apparel industry. They have five shows that are produced annually in each region of the United States, including Long Beach, California, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and cap off the year at Fort Worth, Texas. Each of those five annual shows also feature over 30 seminars and hands-on workshops in categories such as screen printing, embroidery, digitizing, digital decorating, and much, much more. Visit ImpressionsExpo.com for more details. And while there, use the promo code REGULARGUYSIE for a free expo pass. Again, make sure you visit ImpressionsExpo.com to get more details. And the two regular guys look forward to seeing you there. I even thought to myself, okay, got to make sure I unmute. All right. Well, Jay Bussell is watching because he's been saying, when Aaron doesn't turn, turn out his mic, make sure you speak Spanish over him. That is my, uh, yes. Okay. So now there's a new dumb thing that I do. I appreciate that. Um, thanks again to the Impressions Expo. We really appreciate their support. And uh, again, we want to make sure that we support them. Obviously, all of these changes are, are really difficult and uh going to have an impact. You know, I talked to uh, Jamie over there and then they're just, you know, cause I wanted to see what we could do to help them out. And she's like, I just don't even know at this point where we're just trying to make it work. So, um, once everything's back to normal, which, uh, in my belief, power of positive thinking by April 15th, we're going to be heading back towards normal here is what I'm saying. So I'm going to keep saying that until somebody can prove me wrong. Um, and, uh, yeah. So after that, then, you know, let's make sure that we're, we're getting back and supporting all these folks and showing exactly. up at these shows. So, right. um, there we go. All right. Well, Terry, shall we uh, dive in and get Pete in here? Absolutely. Let's uh, bring him in. All right. And, uh, I, I think we're going to have uh, Pete do his own bio because uh, it's blank on my screen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So, uh, let's, let's see if we can get Pete in here. Hey, hey Pete. Pete, how are you? So morning, everybody. how we doing? We are doing great. So if you could uh, maybe just start us off and let people know a little bit about you and, and then we'll dive into some some info here. Yeah, Terry and you guys are giving me a lot of creative license here to invent a bio on the spot. <laughs> on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can make it up. We'll, we won't even know. <laughs> so much so much power. Um uh, my name is Pete Lovelace. Uh, I've been in the screen printing industry for really a, a very short time. The majority of my career was actually in hospitality. Um, and a lot of what I've brought into the screen printing industry, I learned in hospitality, whether we're talking about client care and service or team leadership, uh, business business management. Um, and so a great joy I've had is, is really bringing 
that hospitality culture, that service culture into a more creative production oriented environment like screen printing. Um, our business is based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Our company is called Booster Spiritwear. We're about a $7 million a year grossing uh, custom apparel business serving mainly schools, uh, nonprofit organizations, and churches. Uh, we incorporated in 2014. And tell you, right now we're, we're contemplating a lot as to what the future looks like. And right. uh, I'm, I'm very different in a couple months because we are quickly pivoting and reinventing ourselves and trying to figure out what, what the next steps look like. But honored to be on the show, honored to be part of this incredible community of creatives and entrepreneurs and uh and, and printers and decided to spend the next time with it. Yeah, right. excellent. So so Pete, um yes, I, I was trying to pass blame for the dad jokes off on you, but I but I did own it. So but you you, <laughs> you certainly helped uh, solidify the, the need for a good dad joke. So um can I put you on the spot? Do you have anything you can uh, bring to the table here? <laughs> I, I always have a good dad joke ready to go. And I think now more than ever, the world needs some some laughter, even it's even if it's as a result of a cheesy dad joke. So yeah. here's one. Why do watermelons have fancy weddings? Why? Because they cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, oh my I God. love it. Cantaloupe. Uh, that is. Uh, see, yes, you you are exactly right. We do need that, and it uh, it's a very important to make sure that we, you know, as you mentioned, keep a little levity. So, exactly. um, so speaking exactly. of, you, you mentioned pivoting and stuff like that. Uh, you know, we just let's let's do a quick check in. We're all dealing with this pandemic. What changes have you guys made so far? You know, any suggestions for others to maybe weather the storm? Let's just get that out of the way here. Yeah. Um, well, I think to, to kind of understand how you respond to a, a crisis like this, you have to first kind of understand what your business is rooted in. And since, you know, I talked to everybody at ThreadX, the importance and value of our virtues has been become even more prevalent in this time yeah. because right. at the end of the day, your your virtue value, your mission, your strategy, your your purpose, whatever, you know, whatever you want to anchor to in this storm, it becomes your operating system for your business. So over the last couple of days, we've kind of been cycling through this this virtuous cycle and fast forward of okay, what does it look like to be grateful in the midst of chaos, in the midst of order cancellations and a, and a drastically shrinking business volume, what does it look like to be grateful? Um, what does it look like to seek wisdom? You know, that that's our yeah. virtue number two. And right now we need wisdom more than anything. Yes, we can be cavalier and optimistic, but if we're not, if we're not leading ourselves and we're not taking the next step with wisdom, we could very well add insult to injury at this point. So uh, seeking wisdom, seeking wise counsel, reaching out to other business leaders that are encountering similar challenges and just trying to to partner with them on on the best next step to take. And then caring. Um, right now, I mean, it's it's becoming very real, very fast that the impact of the shutdowns and these quarantines are having a, a, a massive impact on team members. So how do we care for people? I mean, just yesterday we we did a crowdsourcing uh, 
crowdsourcing ideation session, one of the things we're going to start doing is um, we're going to community shop for our team. So one person every week, we're going to come up with a grocery list. One person every week is going to go to Costco, buy groceries in bulk for everybody, and then bring them back to the shop. And we'll set up almost like a, a community uh, grocery store where our team can come and pick up staples like milk, eggs, that kind of stuff, and just Venmo us the money. Um, so we're able to, to kind of leverage buying in bulk and care for our, our own team struggling to get to the grocery store and, and do all the things they need to do during this crisis. So just little things like that. Um, so it's been interesting just to go through that, that virtuous cycle and, and kind of reimagine what that looks like now uh, in comparison to what it looked like just two weeks ago. Sure. Sure. And go ahead, Pete. No, I was just going to say how, how much I really just, I I love that, that, that fact that you're, you're just going back to those virtues, those foundations that you put in place. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this is where, this is where it matters. You know, I, I think it's easy to, to, to look good and lead well when things are going, going well. Um, in a crisis is really where leaders define themselves and define what their company and what their teams are made of. Um, so when we talk about courage and grit, there's no time like the present, which are issues to exhibit courage and grit like, like the present. Yeah, right. sure. We know, um, Lots changed since we were at ThreadX, but uh, we had a, you know, you did a great presentation. We had a, a really nice talk afterwards. And and now that uh, we're away from it and we, we've had time to digest it before the uh, zombie apocalypse here, um, <laughs> <laughs> what was your biggest takeaway that from ThreadX that, that you went to work on as soon as you got back to your shop? Um, Jay Bear's presentation of Hug Your Haters. Uh, was really good. I, I I think in a lot of ways we we were familiar with those principles and those concepts, but I don't think we were really enlivening them and activating them the way we needed to. So I came back and just kind of immediately did an assessment of okay, what are all the things that we're currently doing, uh, and then what are all the things that we need to do to engage with our clients and really mine for for feedback. Because uh, sometimes I think we just are satisfied with getting the order out, sending the 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 thank you note along with the the um, shipping confirmation, and if we don't hear anything, we just assume they're happy. Yeah. So I don't want to be passive about that. I want to be active towards that and actually seek out feedback. So we started um, kind of a campaign to call our clients and reach out to our clients. Uh, a week, two weeks after they received their their order, just to personally ask them how their experience was, and and, and to see what we can do to uh, to 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 help and to serve them in the future. So I think yeah. just taking a personalized approach. Then I love the session on marketing. I think there was some really good nuggets in terms of especially video marketing, the different kinds of videos. Uh, that we can be producing and how we can how we can focus our efforts on that. We have not done a good job, so that's something we're really ramping up. And now's the perfect time because we've got some downtime and yeah. people are spending a lot more time in front of screens because that's the only way we can be connected right now. So it seems like an opportunity to over invest in our digital 
marketing and our digital outreach. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, the presses aren't running 18 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, uh, Jay Bayer's presentation, uh, you know, sitting there and I was wowed by by him as well. And and I thought, you know, I think all of us know this, but we sometimes need to be reminded that we need to do it. You know, so if nothing else, it, he uh, he really hit that home. And, um, it, you know, it's, I, I think that if we all follow his his lead, uh, we'll all have uh, better companies and better, better uh, workforce. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I loved his story. I mean, he, he he hit that point home that you were talking about there about that need for feedback. You know, it, the story about the young lady that started a new job and she said, I want to get more complaints. I'm like, hold right. on, that's fire. <laughs> yeah. um, that, that, you know, that's what you, you've got to understand. Like you said, Pete, people are getting their order and you don't hear from them, you say that's a satisfied customer, but do you really know that, you know, could you be doing better? And that's how you, you grow and sustain long-term business relationships. So um, I love that you shared that with us. So Pete, um, from, from your presentation, nothing but wonderful reviews from everybody we, we've talked to. I, I, I'd uh, actually honestly say that uh, you were my I'm a huge GA bear guy to start off with, but uh, I felt like your presentation really resonated with me and I, and I loved every bit of it. So what's, what are some of the conversations that you've had with folks, you know, after the fact, you know, outside of here with us that maybe has uh, resonated with them? What, uh, what have you heard? What are some of those conversations about culture that, you know, people took from your presentation? I think, um, the, the, the biggest theme that I've heard just in follow-up has been, how do I start? Like, like, how do I architect a culture, especially in a small business? There were a lot of people. I have three or four people, so we, we can't do some of the, the things that you talked about, but what can I do in place of that? Um, and so, again, I, I, I gave them the advice of, you first need to define what is your culture. There's a lot of things that are happening kind of organically in your business that you're not even aware of, but that is your culture. And so I think first you need to do is take stock of that, define it, write it down, find a way to capture it, and then really assess, are you happy with that? You know, is that, is that what you want lived out as, a, as an extension of your business in, in the people and in the verbiage and in the visuals that, that, that your business represents. Um, and then if, if you don't, you, you redefine it and then you start really forcing some of those behavior changes. And, um, and I think that I've been, I've been encouraged by people's, uh, people's courage to take that first step uh, but then, of course, I've gotten some emails and texts and social posts of, hey, I'm a week into this and, you know, people people aren't buying in. And, and that's why you have to force it, because people aren't just going to naturally buy in. Uh, they're going to have to be they're, they're going to have to be encouraged. They're going to have to be uh, and, and it's got to become a normal behavior. And that takes 30 to 60 days. So just trying to really encourage people to stick with it, um, but then eventually allow others in the organization to become culture makers um, yeah. so that it doesn't just stick with you, 
uh, it was funny. A week after um, we were out at ThreadX, we had at Booster uh, a webinar with Cheryl Batchelder. Uh, not sure if you know Cheryl. She was 2017 Inc.'s top CEO. Uh, she ran the turnaround at Popeye's Chicken. Um, unbelievably wise, humble leader. And she got online with us, uh, did a webinar, and she talked about leaders needing to get out of the spotlight. And really, once the culture's established, you need you need to entrust your team to continue to develop and sustain that culture. If you're the only one that's carrying the culture torch, it's not going to it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to be authentic. Yeah. So I love that challenge because I think that's where we are as an organization is we've got to start now expecting our team members to to teach what they have learned themselves and 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 and, and experienced themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a huge point that you make there, Pete, is, you know, I mean, you can't just go out there and you know, get a consultant and have somebody, you know, give you these virtue statements and, and, and then just, you know, post them on the kitchen wall and walk away from it. I mean, it is a, a process. And, and, you know, we talked about when we talked at ThreadX, you know, you're kind of flywheel where you're, you're you've got to work that. And, and then I love that pass off, you know, now it's, it's time for, like you said, in your business, it's time to, empower other people to be those culture leaders too. And, and um, that's where I think it really kind of, you know, runs itself, so to speak, if, if people are yeah. buying it, right. It's the flywheel and it takes a while to get it going, but once it's going, it can run on its own momentum. And, and that's, that's that you've got to get it to that point. If you stop beforehand, it'll, it'll never actually drive itself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Real quick here, Terry, before um, we've got a <clears throat> comments that I wanted to share. Christine says uh, culture needs to start with a good leader and it needs to be supported by the leader. But that's a good point. If it doesn't catch on with the employees, it's never going to last long. Employees have to become evangelists for the company culture, too. And then Marshall Atkinson shared uh, your job as a leader is to elevate your team, not nitpick and find things that are wrong. How can they grow? Your job is to make them better. So, um, Pete, any uh any follow-up to either of those comments there? I think they're just, uh, just confirming what you're saying, but <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, um, and, and I, I, and I think a lot of times we, we jump, as I mentioned in, in the presentation, we jump to execution. We think our job is to focus on how the job gets done, but you got to kind of rearrange those letters and it's not necessarily always how, it's about who, who's doing the job. And I think a lot of us just, we're, we're operators, we're, we're focused on numbers, we're focused on results, KPIs. And so we just jump past the who to the how, back it up, and let's really figure out who this individual is, what motivates them, how do you, as I said in the presentation, not only get them to lend you their hands, but their head and their heart. And if you can do that, and it's going to be different for everybody, but you're going to get an unbelievably um, higher level of output and, and commitment from them. And I'll tell you what, the last five days has really provided evidence of that in, in, a, in a state of uncertainty and in a state of, of fear and anxiety about what is coming 
for for us, for the industry, for for the community, for the for the nation. It's been really cool to see our team uh, really look each other in the eye and say, I, "I'm for you. I want the best for you, and I expect the best from you in this in this scenario." And I just feel like we've led with trust and transparency and everybody knows that they're seen and they're valued in this. And we know who's got kids at home and trying to manage this childcare situation. Now that schools are closed, we know who is caring for a sick parent. We know who is struggling with transportation back and forth to work. And we're, we're stepping in to address the individuals in this story, the team members in this story, not just necessarily the impact on the business. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and when you build a culture, it, it, it shines when a situation like this happens. And, and, and so you're prepared. It's, it's like, it's like you, you're stocked and ready for any, any situation. So, but you know, Pete, uh, Aaron and I loved your presentation and, and uh, couldn't wait to talk to you after, after the presentation and uh, for a little brief show, but um, you know, more than anything, we're impressed with all the stories about your leadership and, 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 and how to become a virtuous leader. So tell us what's a, a day in the life of uh, Pete Lovelace. What does that look like? Um, well, first of all, your, your, your kindness say what, what you said, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say, I mean, th- there's a whole team here at Booster Spiritware and each one of those team members is living out our virtues and, adding unbelievable value. So it's fun for me to, to come on your podcast and, and share this, but it's really to the credit of the 42 people behind me uh, that are, are actually making this possible. So I can go share about our culture to you all and, and the rest of the world. I just, I just don't want to overlook that, that key point. Um, day in the life, I think a, a couple years ago, I figured out that the best leaders have a routine, have a ritual, and there is something about starting the day early, uh, sort of before the noise and the chaos starts to starts to gain on you. Um, you kind of get out ahead of it, and so there's a lot of mornings I'll get up at 4:45. Uh, I'll go to a 5 a.m. workout class, and I work out with a couple a couple uh, business leaders and people that are kind of part of my community. So it's just a good opportunity to start the day with people I admire, people I respect and people that know me and know, know what I do and, 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 and how I like to lead my life. Uh, and then I just go into kind of a 30, 45 minute time of just reflection and preparation for the day. Um, and that looks different. It could be reading. It could be, uh, listening to music or listening to an inspirational podcast or something like that, but just trying to ready my, myself for the day that's ahead. And then I go through, so that takes me up till about 6.30 or so. Um, I go home and I spend time with my family and I get them ready, get the kids ready for school, check in with my wife, M, just see what she needs for the day. Uh, and then everybody's kind of off and running by 7.15. But that's the key. By 7.15, when the world is kind of waking up, starting to throw things at me, I'm prepared to deal with it versus 
kind of just still wiping the sleep out of my eyes and trying to get my my bearings straight while while the world's throwing stuff at me. So um, I try every day to bring the best version of myself to work because that's what our team deserves. And I the best version of me is not waking up at 7.15 and scrambling to get to work on time and not prepared for the meetings that I have that day and not not making time for the team and walking the floor. That's not the best version of me. So morning routine has become key to daily success. Cool. Uh, that is a great piece of advice there. That just uh, get that, yeah, get get prepared, and and then you're you're ready to to tackle any of these changes and things that are happening. So, um, love that piece of advice, I'm, folks. I'm, Aaron, I'm going to ping you at 4:45 tomorrow to make sure okay. that you're up and getting All right. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I am doing a uh, video at 7 a.m. tomorrow, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> But I am not a morning person, so this is going to be a challenge. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Okay, well, good. I I appreciate that. Makes me feel good. Like I can I can make this happen. So, <laughs> uh, Pete, real quick here. Um, so, how many confetti cannons do you guys go through there at Booster every year? That's a lot. <laughs> all right. No, I, in all seriousness, I, I actually do have one here and I've been showing it off a little bit. Um, you suggested this at, at ThreadX. Um, I went uh, to and our demonstrated. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and demonstrated. Yep. I went to our, our good friends over there, as Terry likes to call them, Skynet or, or Amazon. And I think I got 15 of these for about 12 bucks. I have okay. not, uh, I've not launched one yet. So um, we'll, we'll see how this goes. But uh, no, I, you know, obviously in, in, the times that we're in right now, celebration is something that seems challenging. Um, but you know, one of your virtues that you shared with us at ThreadX is that that celebrate that opportunity to. In fact, I love the uh, story you shared about you know the fact that most people have never gotten applause since they graduated high school. You know, I think that's uh, like really important to remember. Um, heck, you know, whenever I've done a presentation, you get applause afterwards, and you're like high for the next you know, hours, yeah. whatever. So talk about that, uh, you know, celebration, especially now, you know, if, if that's core to your company, you know, how, how are you guys able to to celebrate and what does that do for your team? Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because, you know, I, I think one of the points that stuck with people, or at least one of the points that people spoke, spoke about was the cruise, the video I showed you guys from the cruise. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going on a cruise this year. Like that, that, <laughs> Yeah, we've already said we're it is off the table. We're not we're not going to be doing uh, kind of over the top icing on the cake type celebrations, which have sort of become distinctive and and the hallmark of Booster. So, to be very honest with you, I'm trying to imagine and reinvent what celebration looks like, knowing that it's not going to be this over the top kind of uh, excitement experience adventure adventure type uh, type celebration so what we do know is that we value it and that we're committed to it and that people need it uh, I just think it's going to look different in the season ahead and so one of the things that I think we need to recognize is just what are the daily wins that we can sell I mean we've got 25 percent of our team has elementary school kids at home um, and I want to find a way to celebrate that. Like overnight, our QC supervisor, Maria, has had to become a homeschool teacher. Sure. And, 
what does that look like? And how can we just celebrate her? I mean, we were talking yesterday about wouldn't it be fun for all the all the parents who are trying to homeschool if we made them shirts that, you know, was like number one teacher or something like that, just something to celebrate and affirm and honor what they're doing. Um, so it might be more subtle. It might be more low key in this season, but we're not going to stop celebrating people and we're not going to stop enthusiastically affirming others and calling calling out their strengths and accomplishments because right now it's so easy to be consumed with the gloom and doom and the, and, and the uncertain future. But bottom line is there's good things still happening around us all day long, every day. Um, and I just think we, we now more than ever, we need to celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, so there's still be confetti cannons popping off. There's still going to be <laughs> team huddles where we where we give everybody a round of applause and uh, and just call out the good things that are happening. And now more than ever, I think we need to just focus on our people um, because whether it's our clients or or our own team members. I sent an email to uh, to a client last night. I just has done an unbelievable job pivoting their business model overnight. And I just reached out to him and I said, I just want to congratulate you guys and celebrate you because you are offering something that we all desperately need right now. And if it weren't for you, that need would be going unmet. So thank you for doing what you're doing. We want to celebrate you for, for kind of facing this crisis head on. And that that's what celebration looks like right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's huge. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll get you out of here on on this here after a little bit. But uh, I do have one other question uh, because uh, I saw on one of your screens that you shared your uh, you had an Asana project that you had up there, and and I just start started using that tool. So, how much do you love Asana, and what are people missing out that are not using it? I'm I'm uh, I'm falling in love with it uh, instantly here. <laughs> I just love that it it brings clarity and accountability to the things, um, the things that I'm responsible for, and the people I'm responsible to for, for things. And I love that there's just this this clear, transparent scoreboard essentially for where I'm at and where my team's at on certain commitments we've made to one another and to the business. Um, I also thought it was really interesting, and I didn't know that's what Ryan Moore was going to kind of talk about, but he has a different system called Scrum, but very similar type of cadence of accountability and collaboration. And again, I, I always say, you know, study the masters that came before you and do as they do. Yeah. Like the guy that's next level, we all know him. We all love him. He's doing incredible things. If that system's working for him at, the level of Rock US and Ryan Net and All Made, it's probably a good system for a lot of us to adopt. Sure. Uh, who are aspiring to to get to that next level of of business growth and professionalism. So um, it's just it's a it's a great tool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Great. I just want... <laughs> uh, good, good deal. All right, Terry. Well, what else do we got for, for Pete? Or can we get him out of here? I, I think it's time <laughs> to, to let work. him get back to work, man. We really appreciate you being on today, Pete. And and so so uh, what's new and good with you? How can people find you? How can people find uh, Booster Spirit Wear? 
Um, well, we've got social handles on Instagram and Facebook. It's uh, booster.spirit.where, uh, and we're going to be ramping up a lot of content. Like I said, I, I, I was inspired by what was shared at ThreadX about kind of the behind-the-scenes video and some of that more organic, raw footage to really tell your story. And um, we want to tell a lot of stories right now because, they're again, there's good things happening in Absolutely. the world of printing in the world of booster and we just we kind of want to be a light right now to encourage and inspire others to uh to just to just stay focused and take the long view we're going to get out of this so come check us out on social media um and then i'm uh i'm lovelace pete uh on instagram and i've got one more dad joke if you all don't mind me yes i would love it please (laughs) in fact uh eric if you would uh maybe throw us to the the wider view here and and we will get this confetti cannon done too (laughs) all right what do you call a pudgy psychic pudgy psychic a fortune teller Fortune. <laughs> Fortune teller. All right. I was, I was trying to go to works. medium somehow, but that, that doesn't work. <laughs> Here we go. We're out. <laughs> awesome. That's All right. Awesome. Well, that was uh, that's going to be some cleanup. I like it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You start those off at uh, public facilities. They'll usually hit you with like a hundred dollar cleaning charge. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I've got my little uh, closet office here that I'll be cleaning for the rest of the afternoon, but uh, well worth it. Celebrate. Pete, we want to celebrate you. Thank you so much. What a, what a great conversation and uh, look forward to uh, catching up with you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks guys. All right, thanks Pete. All right. Well, hey. yeah. Um, got some in my coffee and everything. Oh, I'm, I'm still wearing a lot of it. That, th- those things are awesome. <laughs> All right. You know, well, for anybody who doesn't know, when uh, when uh, we were talking about uh, uh, the cruise and uh, Pete took uh, his entire crew to the Bahamas uh, as a celebration. And and uh, so the second day of ThreadX, when uh, people were being asked, well, what did you take away from from uh, from this presentation? What did you take away from that one? And as soon as Pete's name came up, a voice in the back goes, we're all going to Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. All right. Let's catch, catch a couple of comments here, Terry. And um, Marshall says, uh, let's see, EEs want training and to grow, empower people with stretch goals, communication, and training. Get people used to being slightly uncomfortable as that's where there's growth. And then uh, Christine says, uh, as I said in the video Eric and I did a few days ago, marketeers are just storytellers. Trade secrets uh, I'm now revealing to the world. So um, good stuff there. And then <laughs> Christine follows it up uh, after the confetti cannon. No confetti cannons at Dax, although it would be fun. Yes, I, I will uh, probably not be bringing that to Dax because the cleanup there <laughs> right now is contained in my little office, though I'm still covered in it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Scott and Margie would say, yeah, that was really fun. The first time you did it, stop bringing those. But yeah. Aaron, we know you have 14 more, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now I know what kind of mess they're going to make. So you, you, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good, good. It, it's, uh, it's cool. It's awesome. And, uh, Hey, you know, as, as we talk, Terry, it's we're, we're, the things happening right now are, are, are happening. But what what we can control are, are our responses to these things, you know, exactly. so we can choose to be, you know, a certain way or we can choose to go, you know what, 
we're, we're going to make it through this. We're going to move to the next day. We're going to live our virtues. Um, and, 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 you know, when we, like he talked about the, the homeschoolers, you know, my, my wife and I are figuring out, you know, how the heck are we going to homeschool our, our eight-year-old? You know, we, we've been blessed with so many great teachers for so long now that now that that burden falls on us with the support of the teachers that, sure. that he has, um, you know, but, but yeah, you know, he's, he's trying to figure out his new routine. And and so giving him an opportunity to shoot off one of these in our basement to, to celebrate when he, you know, reaches a goal of his, I think is important. So, you know, I just don't want people to lose sight of, of those things. You know, Aaron, and, and what I, I said to Pete, and, and I want to reiterate that, that, that his company was prepared. They, they already live in a virtuous way and, and, and his story is, is incredible. And, and, uh, you know, this is a lesson for all of us because, you know, this is going to end, this is going to, you know, we're all going to come out of this and sooner rather than later. And, and, uh, it's a good lesson though, to, to try to model yourself after, after the Pete Lovelaces of the world. And, and because something like this will happen again and, uh, and that way you're going to be prepared. Exactly. Exactly. I love it, Terry. That that's a that's a huge point. I mean, being able to you know have those values that you live by, it it, it puts you in that prepared place. But guess what? If even if you don't didn't have that in place, you know, I think much earlier Jeff had mentioned you know they're they're doing the the maintenance early. They're you know take these this time to to invest in yourself to invest in your company. You know, I. I Terry, you and I uh, and, and Eric were having a, a conversation in our hangouts earlier about, you know, sometimes people are concerned. And so they're they're putting off things and, and sitting on their hands a little bit. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I said, I, I think that's a huge mistake. I think now is the time to invest. Now is the time to, you know, take advantage of the little bit of extra downtime and and invest in yourself and, you know, invest in learning. Uh, Pete talked about wisdom and gaining wisdom. Uh, invest in the future because like you said um, this is going to, to change sooner rather than later and um, we need to be prepared when you know all the schools are placing all those orders again and and you know people are, are celebrating and and you know who's going to be there to provide them the the merch the show-off shirts and the, the things like that you know those are the yeah. people that will be taking advantage of the fact that they've spent this time learning how to thrive as opposed to, you know, burying themselves in, in a hole. So, um, you know, Aaron, I, uh, uh, while people are running around like their hair is on fire, run, just running in circles, I, I took my entire year's 401k money and and invested it last week. I thought, you know, well, here's the situation. Now, how am I going to address this situation? I'm going to uh, buy low. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And, I, I, and, you know, you see online, you know, this number of people lost how many billions of dollars? Nobody lost anything uh, unless they sold it when, when it was at the in the basement, yeah. you know. Um, it, it all it all turns around. It all comes back. So, sure. and, and, you know, uh, Jay Basel and I uh, at, in, in an hour are going to be doing a, a webinar just on this subject and specifically how can I take advantage of this situation? And and I think people are hungry for that information because the 100 seats we had available filled up instantly. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll probably do it again, maybe record it and it'll be available out there and we'll have it linked, but cool. you know, just, just talking about, okay, here, here we are. What am I going to do about it? And, totally. and sitting on my hands is not the answer. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, um, in fact, uh, Eric uh, chimed in with, uh, there's no better time than now to start. 
if not now, when? And then Cindy, uh, yes, Cindy, I I realize that uh, those of us trying to figure out homeschooling, uh, we need to realize that this is a not necessarily a problem. It's it's a lack of <laughs> of us being able to, to to do that. So homeschooling for 33 years, I, I love it, and uh, you may have to reach out to Cindy for some advice <laughs> from time to time. Right. Um, we'll have then, a link. We'll have a link to homeschooling here on the. To yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. How to how to get help? Uh, Cindy King will be your your guide, and uh, <laughs> that'll be perfect. I, I, I could do homeschool, but all I could do is teach your kids how to be screen printers. So I don't know. That's it's yeah. up to you. Yeah, that, that's all right. Um, <laughs> All right. So Christine says, uh, what's been amazing is how much people are banding together and thinking of each other for all of the stories of those who aren't behaving well. There are countless more stories of people who are helping each other. I'm also very impressed by so much of that happening in the industry. We're an awesome group. And I agree with that. So high five, Christine. Uh, totally. I, I do have a comment for all those people out there that that are at the grocery store at 6 a.m. Uh, based on the things that are sold out at the grocery store, as I look around, none of you people are going to survive the zombie apocalypse. You're buying all the wrong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let us yeah. only keep for a few days. Why are you buying all the lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so a couple of other things before we get out of here, Terry. Uh First off, Eric's got, uh, speaking of learning and growing and, and get, taking this advantage of this opportunity, Eric's got demystifying digitizing, uh, dis, sorry, demystifying next level digitizing. Uh, he's a webinar that he's going to be presenting on March 28th. Uh, and uh, it's one of his most popular classes from the trade show floor. So he's going to be teaching it online, talking about better running, bolder, more beautiful embroidery with the faster cycle time from concept to completion. So if you're an embroiderer out there, you do not want to miss out on on this just head over to bit.ly bit.ly slash eric dd and remember eric is spelled with an h e r i c h d d terry what about you what uh what do you got coming up now that uh, your schedule's cleared a little bit but you still have plenty of things happening right it's amazing somebody called me yesterday and said uh, so what are you gonna do <laughs> i'm like I, I don't know i'm i said well one thing i have to do is i have to buy groceries for more than three days i <laughs> exactly I, I, every time i'm at the grocery store i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm leaving on tuesday so i can only have this much and because I'll, I'll go in the trash but uh my scheduling and estimating production time for screen printers uh a four-part presentation is going to be uh, begin April 7th. It's going to be 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it's going to be every Tuesday night in April. And uh, I'm sure that Eric's going to put the link up, or maybe he already did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It's it's right there. So it's decorators.education slash SEPT. Uh, but it's not stand- in September. It's, it's not <laughs> September. It just stands for scheduling and estimating production time. So I, I'm an acronym guy, you know, so it just it, it happens. <laughs> well, and, and, and you actually sent me that acronym, and I'm like, no, Aaron, it's in April, not September. <laughs> I, <know>. I, I <laughs> I realized the folly of my way, but it was already there. So <laughs> uh, on Saturday, May 23rd, I will be presenting on being a great, all caps, great screen printer. That's going to be at Dax, Minnesota. Uh, my upcoming complete screen printing business course and and some of these, uh, my courses later in the year have already been rearranged because of shows shifting around. So check my website. But uh, the next one I'm going to be doing at Workhorse Products uh, here in Phoenix is going to be May 2nd through 3rd. And I'll be in Atlas, Chicago, June 27th and 28th. And all of my events are updated again, Aaron. I did it was a, <laughs> a lot of shifting, moving around. But everything that I'm doing in 2020 uh, is at my website, terrycombs.com, under the, the tab tour dates. And Aaron, what do you have coming up? 
Well, uh, April 1st is going to be the next Our Success Group training. We're going to be talking about focusing your way to success by finding your niche. Um, we actually did a little flip-flop there because April 1st was going to be uh, setting up for a successful vendor fair. But uh, the the members, the OSG members said, uh, hey, no no vendor fair is happening right now. Let's, let's, uh, let's flip-flop those. So um, we're going to talk. We're basically going to help people with tools and ways that you can actually hone in on your niche. Terry, you and I talk about niche marketing all the time and, and how important that is. So I'm um, really excited to, to present that to folks. If you go over to oursuccessgroup.com and check that out, uh, you can actually sign up and buy either the past trainings or upcoming trainings, kind of, uh, I would say a la carte. I don't know why I say a la carte and I think food, but uh, individually, so to speak. Um, but the better deal is is to sign up for a monthly or an annual membership over there at oursuccessgroup.com. Uh, actually, we have some pretty sweet deals going on the memberships until the 15th of April. So uh, now is your time to take advantage of those. Um, the other thing, Terry, I wanted to share with folks is uh, if you use the code SMILESTONES, and uh, it's a take on milestones, but uh, smilestones, uh, you get 25% off of our five key series, the five keys to launching or growing your business. And it was a video series that we did uh, training and tools to help you determine your overhead, pricing for profit, organizing your workflow and uh, creating great customer experiences, wrapping it up with an overview on marketing. So it, that's at oursuccessgroup.com slash five keys. And uh, you can get that, uh, for 25% off. Uh, that includes all the video training. Plus we have several tools, you know, spreadsheets and things like that. If you, I don't know if you can kind of see it, the, the green lettering right above me here says data hipster. Um, that's my new hashtag. <laughs> Instead of being a, a nerd, it's a data hipster is what I am. So I, I love the spreadsheets. Um, so that that's over the there. Nightlife. Yeah, I love the nightlife. That's right. <laughs> I, I only brought and one. And you're all glittered also. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, pour this over the top of my head. I only brought one confetti cannon. So um, anyhow, and then uh, you mentioned Dax, uh, Minnesota happening. So I, I will be also presenting there starting in e-commerce, what works and what didn't. And uh, my wife will be along for that presentation because uh, we're, we basically have built her business, weheart.biz uh, on an e-commerce platform and, and all of the things that we've learned along the way since, uh, since we got that started, we've put into a presentation to kind of help you skip some of the stumbling blocks that uh, that we have had along the way. So I'm looking forward to having her provide some feedback too, you know, and not just me, you know, she can tell, tell you all the inside scoop about uh, what kind of a pain in the butt I am. But uh, that's happening on uh, May 22nd at uh, 1230. And uh, we're excited to get the decorators community back to DAX, you know, when they're, they're up and running again. As I mentioned, maybe talking to Scott later today. So we want to participate in and just keeping all of this going and, and communing and, and whatnot. So um, exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, but you know, it's also necessary stuff. So we appreciate right. everybody tuning in and, and spending some time with us and in, in all these different venues that you'll find us. So um, Terry, I, I guess we've kind of come to the end. I, we mentioned some of the, the changes to the, the trade shows. Um, we do have the trade show list is updated as, as, as we have it on the show notes. as of right now today <laughs> as of right now today um in, well after today's show we'll have that down there so when the when the show notes get up for today's show we'll have those those final new latest adjustments the dax chicago adjustment uh in there 
So you can always check that out uh, just over at tworegularguys.com. I finally got caught up with all of our past shows after our travel schedule. So yeah, you can find everything from from past two regular guys there over at tworegularguys.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, what a, what a great show, Terry. We, thanks so much to Pete. Thanks so much, Pete, for sharing his his leadership and and, and sharing, you know, how, how to get through this stuff and really great information. So again, check out Pete over there at Booster Spiritwear, or uh, I love following him on Instagram. Loveless underscore Pete is where you find him over there. So thanks All very right. much, Pete. We also want to thank our show producer, Eric Campbell. You can find him at ericcampbell.com. If you're listening to the audio version, that's uh, that's spelled uh, E. Rich Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> it's it, I got to do it every once in a while. That's that's uh, that's Eric's rapper name, E. Rich. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> part of, that's actually part of Terry's contract. <laughs> it is. I get to say it once in a while. <laughs> The funniest though was when uh, when I said it when he didn't expect it on the show. So yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, we also want to thank our sponsor, Impressions Expo. Those guys are working really hard over there, making uh, uh, making changes and and making sure we have a a great show coming up. So uh, thanks to Impressions Expo. Yeah, get over there, check them out, register for their shows, tell them the two regular guys sent you, and that that we're thinking about them and that we we care about what's going on over there. Um, Terry, next week, I've got a, a pretty awesome guest. Uh, in fact, he's sitting next to me right now. Uh, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk about scheduling, estimating production time. You know, you've got those, those videos coming up and, and I just think that this is a huge opportunity for folks to, to take advantage and learn. And, uh, you know, you've, you've had a couple of years of experience in doing this. So you may have, have a few tips and tricks you can share, right? I have spent a little time on the production floor, scratching my head <laughs> saying there's got to be a better way. And, and, estimating production time and scheduling is, is, is what came of that. So I appreciate you saying that, Aaron. But uh, until then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. And we are the Two Regular Guys. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys. Or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.